And we've never changed over the years. And, you know, we are still who we are with just a little bit more money, a little bit more properties <laughs> and a couple more kids, you know, so, but it's, it's just been great uh, being on this journey with you, man. And you, yeah, so thank you. So welcome everyone to the power half hour today. We have a very special guest. I say this all the time, but this guy is actually special. Mr. Colin Wynn from Seattle, Washington. Thank you for being here, my man. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks, you guys, for having me here. Like, I appreciate all of you guys and your time. Absolutely. Well, you know, Colin is a top 1% agent uh, in the United States. And uh, he's from John L. Scott. And uh, he's been selling real estate for how long now, Colin? We started at the same time. I think I should, like... What, 08? I started in January of 2008, right when the market crashed here in the U.S. Why did you do that? I mean, that's a, that's a crazy thing to do. Who gets into the market when it's crashing? Like nobody. I, I, but when you're young and dumb, you don't know any different, <laughs> right? Like, like, and before that, I was a lender. So I, I oh, was okay. Wall Street. Then I became a lender. I'm like, these guys could do lending and mortgage. This is great. So I worked for the number one lender in the country at that time, which was countrywide. And they sold to Bank of America now. But uh, I was a lender, one of the youngest lender in one of the, the number one banking institution for mortgage. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And then, of course, like many of us, the market turned. And overnight, I think it's just, man, it was bad habits when you're making money at an early age. Yeah. I mean, I think you shared about it, but I was at MFO, man, just like you. And I was like, this is my last credit card. Like, and I'm meeting with a bankruptcy attorney at 24 years old. Like, Whoa. that was the hardest moment, right? Like, nobody wants to go through that in life, let alone at 24. Like, crap, like, what am I going to do? But at that time with my last credit card, I don't know, just like you, I was like, hey, it's make it or break it. You might as well believe in yourself. And I signed up for MFO just like we, we both did, right? And that was the story. And within 18 months, I got out of debt and didn't sign the bankruptcy papers, started investing wow. in real estate. And it's, uh, you know, now it's just the accumulation effect and like the, the journey from then on. That's why I was thinking last night. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's with John side. Like what a journey, right? My goodness, you know, I didn't know it was that bad, Colin. Yeah, like when I when you told me yours, I was like, oh my gosh, that's why maybe we sat next to each other. Like God aligned us. Like, look at these two guys. Like, they're all the stuff they're going through, they just don't even know it yet. <laughs> oh my goodness! So we were sitting in the back of the room at uh, Mike Ferry uh, Superstar Retreat, and that's where we met. And yeah. you know, we're both uh, down and out, broke. Uh, where else were we supposed to go but sign up for coaching? and listen to the coach because I had no idea what to do right but we had the blind faith that you know I can't get worse from here yes it right? it's like up. I'm already a negative yeah <laughs> I can't go anywhere else so tell me about that journey in the 18 months you were able to pay off your debt so what was that like in terms of signing up for coaching and, and you know how many transactions did you do in the first 12 months and then so on and so forth from there like, you know, the first seven months I was about to quit. I didn't sell a single home no. in seven months. Like, and, and it was just heartbreaking because I was doing everything that Mike was saying. Like, hey, do the calls, wake up in the morning, do this, 5 a.m. clever. 
like 5.30 if you can't make it, right? And do your calls every day, but it just didn't work. Or the market was the worst since the Great Depression here right. in the US. Like we have never seen 30% decrease in the marketplace. Agents were getting out of the business. People were, there was no equity in people's home. Everybody was negative equity. The bank was foreclosing on homes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's, what are we going to do? But it's the discipline, right? That we talked about. And I, I would say I attest to the number one thing is having a vision and a dream. Right? Mm -hmm. like Did you have that do, from your early 20s, even before you got into real estate? Yes. I always read Think and Grow Rich. And then mm -hmm. like, even on my phone right now, I still have my, my vision board all the time. Right? Wow. Like, um, I'll share with you guys real quick. It's, and uh, here's my vision board, right? Oh, it's boy. On my phone is, you know, the, the family, the life that you would want or to basically go after. And then for that, it's just, it's really empowering on those hard days. Like we always talk about the days that we're winning, the days that like today I'm like, oh man, I'm with John. And I'm like, oh, why am I busy? Oh, there's three closing. I didn't even close a single deal in seven months, right? And then today I'm like, oh yeah, we got three closing. That's why we got to figure that out. But it's just the dream and the vision that really empowers us on the days that we need it the most. And I, I truly believe in that, to have that yeah. vision that it's going to just, you know what, once we make it through this, we're going to be all right. So oh. it's those hard days. Once we make it through this, we're going to be all right. Wow, what a thought. You know, when you're going through hell, you know, guess, guess what? Don't stay there. Keep going. So tell me about the mental process in those seven months. What were you thinking like, you know, you obviously wanted to quit, but uh, how, how did you get through that? It is. I, I think it's God's grace. Like, uh, it's prayer, meditation, affirmation, mm -hmm. and then massive action. People always talk about, like, the, the goals and dreams, but then it just takes massive action where you're, yeah. like, you're doing it literally, like, 14 hours a day, but you know you're just planting seed. Like, have faith that you're planting the seed for later on, not just today right and, and people forget that i was making calls and i was making no money this is what i did so to trick myself that i was making money so i would i only had a hundred dollars it was so sad but i took a hundred dollars i traded for five dollar bills right and i'm yep. like every call i make i'm going to pay myself five dollars oh my gosh right just to make 20 contacts i'm like I'm not making any money, but I could see it. Okay, every call I'm making is $5, it's $5. And of course, the end result is you talk to thousands of people and then appointments and then closing, right? Like that, we all know the numbers work as long as we work the numbers. Exactly. So if you put in the work, it, it will work. It, the system works. You just got to work it. Uh, but seven months though, seven months without nothing, without <laughs> any income, without any closings, without any, uh, new deals, like what were, how did you get through that besides just, you know, focusing on the end goal? It's, it, it was tough to be honest. I was, I got to the point where I had to get a second job just to okay. have, make $11 an hour to have gas, to go to appointments on, in my car. Oh my right? goodness. And uh, like my, my, my mentor, which is Thatcher's mentor too. And yesterday we were joking. He's like, yeah, usually Colin's first check. And I was like, thank you. And it was $70, right? What? I sold the home. Basically after that, the split, 
from the company, like we all know, taxes and everything else, and all the backdate fees that it was like open house signs and all that, everything else. Oh, it's like, man. why is this only $74? And that, it was like, at that moment, I, I broke. I'm like, either I'm going to quit or <laughs> I'm not going to let this get to me. Like, I'm going to either quit or never have this feeling again. Right. Oh, my and, goodness. And that's how, like, when you push against the wall, you either just fight back or you get knocked down and it's oh how soon you get up, right? Yeah, so I, I heard legends are defined not by their successes, but legends are defined by how they respond and how they get up after setbacks and failures. And you were pushed against the wall and you just pushed back, you know, uh, $75, $70 check. You know what? I got nowhere else to go. I'm just going to keep going. So after the six, seven months with no deals and then what happened after that? This is a crazy, I, even to this day, it broke my record. I still can't even break this record. Like it was one week where I put seven deals in escrow. I think what? it was like five days, to be honest. Like I, I set the record. Like it was just like nothing, nothing. And then within one week, I put seven transactions together. Oh my goodness. And, and then of course that helped pays for everything else and yeah. got me through the year and then just get... The momentum going and that was towards probably like the ninth month to be honest oh my many so, people would have quit guys and there's a seven percent you know failure rate in the first two years in real estate don't quit yes. don't quit keep going how did you have faith that you were going to make it i think at that point like like if you know my history, so i grew up from poverty like the way we were you know, we didn't, you know, like nowadays when like people look at me, I'm like, oh, like you must come from a wealthy family or a rich mm -hmm. Asian. Like, no, I was, we were born, like we immigrated to America and we were, I was seven years old. We live in the low income projects, right? And I remember we were at the food bank before on Christmas day, like the Christmas Eve, we were on, at the food bank line getting food and like I became the keynote speaker for the Gates Foundation um, wow. many years later, but it was like, that was the story. Like I grew up in poverty and didn't have anything. And it was my mom that's always like, it's going to be all right. You know, it's going to be all right. And, you know, like she had cancer and she passed when I was 19. So that really empowered me. Like she, she always said like, you know, have a vision and go for it, Colin. Like don't, don't settle, like keep going for it and be appreciative of every day. Like even the journey, like you're going to look back someday and you become like, let's say a multimillionaire. You're like, you know what? I truly appreciate the fact that of this one closing, this one client, this one aspect of my career, because it makes you who you are. It really does. My goodness. Just got to be appreciative. And what, what a journey. What age were you when, when uh, your family was going to the food bank? I was probably like seven or eight years old, right? And Gosh. we grew up in low-income apartment for like a decade. Um, and, uh, you know, like my story was I hung out with the wrong crowd. I was hanging out with gangsters, got in a lot of fights. And one day my mom came home. I mean, I, I came home one day and my mom said, hey, Colin, I have cancer. And... Oh. The doctors gave me three years. I was 15 years old. All right, for Asians, this is horrible, right? Like, like I was a 2.8 GPA student in ninth grade. That's horrible. So 
from a two-point GPA, my mom's like, hey, just change your life. I, all I ask before I die is go to college. Oh, man. So from a 2.8, I 4 of every single class to my senior year. And with that, Bill and Melinda Gates saw that and gave me a full scholarship. Oh, my goodness. College. And that helped me pay for my way to college. And, uh, you know, I became their, one of their keynote speakers uh, in front of thousands later on on it. Bro, that gives me chills. Like, just what a, what a story. What a story. So you had the opportunity to go be a keynote speaker, but uh, Melinda, uh, Bill and Melinda Foundation were the ones that gave you the scholarship to be able to go to college. And now right. you're back there, you know, inspiring young people to become a success just like you. And you came from nothing, Colin. Like, like literally like nothing, like truthfully. And and uh, I'm, I'm actually on the board of the University of Washington, which which has the two, one of the two biggest family in the world, right? Which is the Basil's family, yep. Jeff Basil, the founder of Amazon, and Bill and Melinda Gates family. And wow. and you know, I'm sitting in this boardroom, and I'm like, why am I even here? Like seriously, like why am I even here? Like, and it's just everybody's in their fifties plus, well established, right? Fortune. 500 plus and the dean but it's and i always ask them like why am i even sitting here but the dean's always saying and, and even the gates family was like we need you colin because you're the students that we're trying to leave a legacy to mm-hmm. and give hope for and i think that's what all of us is so like we talk about our why and i real realistically my why is just leave a legacy and and have a small impact on the world while we're here my goodness. Yeah. So to, to leave a legacy for the future generations, you know, how would it be like if your great grandkids had your picture up on the wall? This is my great grandfather, Colin Wynn, the great one. Wow. I wouldn't say yeah. that, but right. Like, oh, like he did that. Or like if, if you could aspire to them, like, gosh, you know what? My grandfather went through all that. And if he could do it, I could wake up as a millennial in the morning <laughs> and not go on my iPad. <laughs> right. So Man, what an incredible story. You know, as long as we've known each other since 2008, I, I've never heard this story as, as deep as you're sharing with us now. So thank you for sharing with us. It's very, very inspiring. Um, now, you know, you're at this place where you got properties, you are, you know, multimillionaire and you sell a lot of homes. Um, how important is it to be in that position and, and to give back now? Oh, 100%. Like, like uh, for, for us, like, we all do real estate, right? And we all change people's lives with the homes that we sell, right? And I think that's a great career. It's a great profession. And for us, it's leaving an impact to not only the people we serve, but the community. Like, like one of the things we do here is every Christmas, we have our toy drive for Seattle Children's Hospital, which is one of the, I would say one of the best hospitals in the world, because mm-hmm. if a kid has like leukemia, and they can't afford it, Seattle Children's Hospital actually will do the surgery and the procedure for free, zero, like yeah. for zero. And that's, I mean, that I, I, our, our kid went to NICU and I, I can't even imagine parents going through that, right? Yeah. And like for us, we, we started with, hey, let's do a toy drive for them. And my vision was, you know, if we could just do a hundred toys, that'd be great, you know? And like, Three years ago, it was one of the greatest part where we had a whole semi truck, like an 18 wheeler semi truck full of toys 
that was enough for every single child at the whole hospital and their family and brothers and sisters Goodness. for Christmas. And if it's leaving that type of just impact that, you know, I, I don't share a lot about it, but it's just like, hey, why not, right? Like if, if we could do this and our career, man, like we have it so good, right? I'm almost speechless. Thank you for your contribution to the community. And just thank you for what you do. Um, it's very inspiring as a real estate agent like myself, uh, looking at what you do every single year and the impact that you're making, the legacy that you're leaving. Do you, so we, we come across a lot of agents that, uh, you know, give to get. Mm. And then I think you're in the mindset of give to give with no expectation of having receiving back. But you do receive. So how how do you, what kind of mindset do you come from when you give? That's a great question. So so I have to share this since we're on the call. So one of, so this this was an award, right? Uh, For, and this award is, it's, you you can't even put a price on this because it's just an honor because Mm. this award is for the alumni of the year for our fraternity, which Paul Allen was a part of like co-founder of Microsoft, right? With Bill Gates and also John F. Kennedy, the president of the United States had one in their house. And no, yeah, so there's there's, there's very few. And our motto is to give expecting nothing thereof. No way, that's your motto? Yes, and it's and it's ingrained in me since college is like to give, and of course, like look, we're all human, like, oh man, like you give and you think you want something back. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you guys ever have noticed, you might give to this person, you never get anything back from that person, but yeah. yet someone else gives it to you, right? Yeah. Right? Have you guys ever gone through that? It's like, here you go, I'm going to give to this person. Uh, maybe I expect something back. And then somehow the world aligns or the universe aligns. Another person will come and help you tenfold, like that you didn't expect. And, and so when you give expecting nothing thereof, like you already know it's coming back. Oh my goodness. So you give to give, but ultimately the universe will reward you with that. 100%. This is a lot of talk about, you know, law of attraction. Uh, Talk a little bit about that because, you know, we follow Thatch, we follow Saul, obviously, and they, they are big fans of this. Um, How has the law of attraction um, changed and affected your business in the past 10, 15 years? Great question. I think the law of attraction is like the dream board i also have a a dream letter so every year i would write a letter to myself at the end of that year ah january 1st i would write a letter december 31st of that year and how do i see my life at the end of the year and what has happened that i'm so grateful for the things that's happened this year right and and when you read that letter you start manifesting the things in your life. And I, I first started off with one year, but we never mm. see how much we could do in five or 10 years, right? right. I finally started doing the five-year letter and then now the 10-year letter. And it gets scary. Like, yeah. I think Matthew McConaughey says that, right? It gets so scary when you're like, like before I was always looking at comparing myself to others, like, like, oh, this person just doing this, this person's doing that. Now I'm truly scared of the, the person in that letter is who mm. you become in five years, who you become in 10 years, right? And, 
And it's just basically propels you to who you want to become and what do you want to attract. So those things that pop up in your life daily, do I really want that? Well, that's not really aligned with my vision. I don't need ah. it. It's a gyroscope. Yes. It's like my North Star, basically. It becomes yeah. a North Star. That's amazing. So you said it was more like a vision letter. Uh, our masterminds, we call it a prophecy letter, which is like ah. self-fulfilling prophecy. And we always write it January 1st, like you said, and, and we would date it. December 31st, 2022, you know, in all areas of my life, physical, mental, spiritual, family, and career, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, once you write it, it's, it's like magic that you, you put it away. You, you write it and you put it away, but you come back to it, you read it, you're like, oh my gosh. It is. 80% of what I've written down in this letter have manifested. And the 20% that didn't happen wasn't really important anyways. Amen. Yes. And, and we learn about the stuff, right? Like at a certain point, we're like, the stuff doesn't make you happy, like, but it's who we are and who we become in the process of, of that, right? Like, like, at least go for it. And if you get there and you're like, hey, I could totally afford this car, right? Yeah. I could totally buy that watch. I could totally get this home. Does it make you happy? And if it does, go for it. If it doesn't, don't do it. <laughs> like, exactly. It's so <laughs> simple. But when you write that, you'll know exactly where you're going. So I, people always ask me, what should I do today? Okay, well, who, who do you want to be in five to 10 years? If you have that vision so clearly, you know exactly what to do today if it's aligned with that vision. right? Exactly. So guys, please uh, go create a prophecy letter today. Even if we just have four months left in the year, go and write it. It'll make, it, it'll make a difference, guys. So tell me, Colin, what's your vision now, five, 10 years down the road? What does that look like for you? I- Realistically, is to intensify who you really are, right? To be empowering as a leader, to impact the world. Like, and it starts with just each day, right? The words we use, like this call, like if, if we could plant the seed in one person on this call and they become the best of them in life, that's all you need. And then as, as long as you do that day after day, it compounds year after year, right? And it's, I, that's what I've noticed. I, before I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna get there? Versus if you just control the hour, yeah. it will control your day and yeah. manifest the months and ultimately your destiny. Guys, it's n- never mind one day at a time. It's like one hour at a time. What am I going to do right now that matters and it's a- aligned with my envision? So you want to be the best you can be in five years, in 10 years. And just really, again, it's all about leaving a legacy. What's your big dream then? That's, that's great like realistically it's just empowering others right and and also right now is to to be a great person at home like their home life mm-hmm. like their kids your family because because there's times where we go facing forward right but it's yeah. also like the home base like so for me right now it's the, the home base is always important and then the next part is once you get the home base right and who we are like we could go out and impact the world and have great teams Right. And then do everything else with impactful, pretty much the vision that we have. And then, then that vision is a great team, be on good boards, make an impact on those boards that we are in. And then it ripples effect throughout our community and the world. Wow. Who can you help today? Who can you serve today? Who can you inspire today? I think that that's what I'm hearing from you. Just going out there and, you know, one day at a time, in fact, one hour at a time.
it's Colin, you, I am just blown away with who, who you are, who you've become. Obviously we all, you know, we're coming up together and you stay so humble. So a big congratulations first and foremost on your success, Colin. Um, but this is important. I want is something that popped up in my head is that we're, when you were coming up and even today, there's a lot of fear in the market. There's a lot of fear in the real estate agents' minds. Oh, what's going to happen next year? What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen to my income? How do you deal with fear, Colin? Mm, that's a good question. That is, that is a, for, for me, I think it's like looking back at what are you fearful about, right? Mm. I always, so if, if I go through a challenging factor, in my life, like one, one of my hardest part just the last couple of years was when I lost my sister. Um, when I lost my sister three years ago, it, it was, oh. it was heartbreaking to me. Like, it was like, you know, like I, I, I lost a lot of purpose. I was like, what are we doing this for? Like, like why? Right. And it, it took me a little bit of time to realign. And so when I go through like a challenging factor of life, I write down what's my fear on one side, like on, okay, like my fear is like loss, like this, and I'm, I'm, or I'm going through transaction, I'm broke, I don't have this. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the fear, what is it? It's hopes, dreams, love, mm-hmm. empowerment. And within that gap is what are my action plan? What do I need to do? Wow. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not. I'm general. Like there's days it's hard for me too. Yeah. Right. Like that was one of the hardest moments where I'm like, why am I doing all this? Like oh, it's just when you lost your father, right, John? And it's just yeah. it, it's like a reflection in the mirror. Why are we doing all this? And mm-hmm. and it's just like empowering to know that hey, we're not doing it just for us, it's for the next generation and those we love and those we lead. Like that's that's when the rubber meets the road, right? It's like, okay, this is what I got to do to get out of that. Bro, I, I didn't even know about your sister. I'm sorry to hear that. And uh-huh. Thank you. Had a huge, huge impact on your life. Uh, man, um, again, I'm just blown away. I'm a little bit speechless. But uh, to reiterate what you just shared with us, which is very important, guys, it's writing down your fears on one end. And what are my fears? What am I really dealing with? Writing it down and then write down the other side, which is the hopes and dreams and what I'm about to achieve. And then in between here is the, the action plan that you need to write down to get from fear to your hopes and dreams. Guys, th- these exercises are so good. Thank you so much for sharing, Colin. Uh, Thanks, John. Yeah, like because it, it's all of us right now, the marketplace, right? Like we're making less money or or we're like, we have to do more work, right? But it's writing down that, that you're like, okay, I'm not doing the transaction I'm doing, why, right? It's mm-hmm. because the market spoiled us. Like, like yes. you can't put the home on the market for one week and sold, and then sold already. Like, no, so what I have to do in order to get with my sellers, right? Talk to my sellers and follow up with all the agents that seen the listing, right? Then what do we need to do in our marketing about it? And then, so that basically, it keeps you busy. That one, yeah. one, a good busy, productive is actually a better word, right? Yes. So if we could just mope and fear and like, oh my gosh, like this is, the market's changing. I got no stuff in my bank account. And it's true, right? All of us, it could, like it could be true, but it's like, okay, what do we got to do in order to move the needle to the other side rather than just sitting there and seeing it? I mean, I know, I know like the numbers are real, but like, what do we got to do in order to move the needle? just to the other side. 
it's like, did we turn all the stones that uh, were to be turned or were you expecting results from the work that you didn't do? It's, it's actually very simple. So just go do the work, guys. Um, keep busy. Better yet, keep productive. Keep being productive and the fear will be out of your mind. Yes. Okay. Colin, thank you so much for today. How can the audience reach out to you or send you referrals? I'll, I'll leave my, I'll, I'll send everybody my contact info after this call. And if you can afford it, that'd be great. If there's any needs that you guys have or questions for Seattle real estate, we'll be more than happy to help. My man, any so last much. insight for the audience, Colin? Keep living your dreams, you guys. Like, like that's all I have to say is keep living your dreams wherever you're at today. Just see yourself in five years or 10 years and go live it just one day at a time. Like you don't have to be accomplished 10 years or be John Sire, be anyone else. Just be the best you like just today. Like that's all you need to focus on. Keep living the dream. My brother, um, getting choked up here. Thank you. Thank you, Colin, for today. Guys, uh, please reach out to Colin if you want to chat and send him referrals. Keep supporting him. Keep supporting ourselves. Go and live your dream, guys. Make it a great day. All the best. Thanks, guys, for being on it. Appreciate your time. Thank you, brother. All right. Thank you, John. Take care.